Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net, uh, where we also do some of our live shows, uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark, and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. What up? We're back. All Access Network exclusive interview. Uh, we have Coach Tommy Johnson, head coach at CSU Pueblo for the women's basketball program, coming off a huge victory, biggest in program in a long time to beat the number one team in the country. Welcome, Coach. Thank you for having me, man. Just a blessing to be here, especially with you, you know, knowing your story, where you've been, and, you know, love to get to chop it up and talk basketball with basketball people. No doubt. No doubt. We love it. We're excited to have you on, man. So take us back to last week. You had a huge victory, just started the season. Um, you've been there building a program. So we'll talk about that next. But this win was a huge one um, to beat the number one team in the country, the defending national champs. Talk about that particular game and what that did for your team. Well, for, for our team, man, it really just kind of confirm what we thought about ourselves and that's that not only can we compete with the best teams in the country we we got a chance to beat some of them uh the girls were phenomenal in terms of their mental approach and uh our assistant coach one of our assistant coaches Jaden Little who you know very well did a great job with his scout we were, that was game number three on the week for us we played Wyoming on Tuesday and then we had to follow it up with Friday and Saturday with two of the toughest teams in the country and and our girls never wavered they never never made any excuses they actually look forward to playing those games and uh for us it, it, it was definitely a uh all-time high to this point but it's something that we put behind us very quick and ready to get back to work ready ready to get back to it uh, last question on that particular game um was there a moment in the game when you're playing the number one team in the country was there a moment in the game where you knew like our girls are ready to, they're ready to do it today. They're ready to take the next step. And it's one thing to compete in a game like right. that. It's another thing to win a game like that. There's a lot of times we compete with the best, but to beat them really says you have to really be on your A game. So talk a little bit about that if you don't mind. And then what did that mean for you as a coach, knowing that you're building something 
and you're laying this groundwork, you're planting these seeds in them, but to see it actually grow the third game in the season, what is that like on a back-to-back? Man, for, for us, it was just a really special situation. I mean, I thought from the jump ball, I thought, okay, we ready. Uh, Tamia comes out, she's on fire. Janiah Davis, uh, they're all playing defense. Obviously, Alicia Davis is doing her thing. And, and when the defending, two-time defending national champs, they made a run, our girls didn't blink. Our girls didn't blink. They came right back out and they answered. We knew they would make a run. And uh, at that point in the second quarter, uh, I knew we were for real. Uh, it, it, it was something to behold to see those girls grow right before your very eyes because you never know what's going to happen. You've been in this. You never know what's going to happen when those lights come on. Those lights came on and, and our girls were, they were ready to, stay, to stand that test. And uh, for us, just the support we've had from our administration and uh, the students around here, it, it's been phenomenal. Right, and you guys played another top 10 team the game before and played really well, took them to the wire uh, in mm-hmm. Texas A&M Commerce. Talk about the player of the week. You got the player of the week in, in your conference. Miss mm-hmm. uh, Alicia Davis transferred in. Talk about her and what has she meant to the program as a new recruit? Well, you know, you've been doing this a long time, too. We all need to get that one. Right. We all need to get that one. We, you know, we're not quite sure how we got them or they're supposed to be here. And and it was a blessing. We had a previous relationship with her. And what we offered here, not just as a basketball program, but as a university, is what she was looking for in terms of academics, uh, social life, and then the basketball team. And so uh, not only has she been good, she's been great in terms of being coachable. She wants to get better. Uh, she's shooting every day, getting in better shape. Uh, she's pretty dedicated to seeing what she can help us do here. So it is when you're, when one of your best players is your hardest worker and, and she's super talented, just scratching the surface, it raises everybody else's level. Yeah. Talk about, if you don't mind the, the recruiting relationship, not just for her, but at the division two, so many times people only hear about division one. But Division Two doesn't get the same kind of celebration, which is part of why we're doing this interview. But you mentioned that you had a previous relationship, didn't mm-hmm. she end up coming back? So that relationship you built paid off for you later. Just talk a little bit about recruiting in general at your level and, and why you build those type of relationships. Well, at our level, of course, nobody ever when they're six and seven and ten, they don't say, I want to go to the university of CSU Pueblo, you know, they they, right. they got big dreams. And, and I understand that. I was a kid. I'm from Dallas. So I wanted to go to UT. And uh, right. we just we just made it to a point for us. We we want kids to celebrate no matter where they go. And we leave that door open. Uh, right. it, it, it's hard sometimes being a second choice, choice, especially when you know a kid fits. Right. You know, you know your intentions when you're recruiting a kid. You know you're being honest, and and, and then sometimes they fall for the okie doke, and they end up going someplace else. And for us, we just try to maintain an open door policy and and leave everything on good terms, no matter what what a kid may may decide. But getting kids to understand this is a high level basketball as well. You know, you know, it's not just you don't just come down here and run through some JV teams. You you got to get prepared. You got to get up to play and and uh having those relationships for us and especially in the state of Colorado is, is, uh, is starting to pan out. Yeah, that's awesome. I love to hear you. You mentioned your staff earlier, uh, Jalen little being uh, your assistant coach. Tell us about your staff and a little bit about what they do in your program. Well, uh, uh, Jalen little is obviously somebody you're very familiar with. He, he's, he, 
he's the cream of the crop when it comes to assistant coaches right now for me. Uh, very high basketball IQ, gym rat, watches tape. Uh, he's definitely been been my been my right hand man when it in terms of just making me see sometimes the big picture. Uh, uh, he's responsible for just about everything in our program. And also Shannon Patterson, she's newer. She's actually from Pueblo. She played here at CSU Pueblo and finished up at Mesa. She was player of the year out here in high school and took her team to a state title when she was a junior. And, and both of them are just, just they're just gym rats. They just workaholics. So, and they have great relationships with our girls, which I think is key when you're an assistant because Sometimes, you know, they don't want to talk to the head coach and the head coach don't want to talk to them. So, right. yeah, they, they, they've done a good job of, uh, of, of being the balance that we need. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Love to hear that. So um, your time there, tell us a little bit about what it is that you set out to build when you got the job uh, not too long ago and then where you're at now in that progression as you're building. Uh, just talk a little bit about the culture, the inside of the program, what you're looking to establish. Well, number one, we want to make this the place, the place for girls basketball in Colorado, regardless of division. That was our goal when we set out to, when we got this job. And of course we got the job late in, in 19 and then in 20 COVID happens. So uh, you always think, hey, we're just recruiting. For us, it, it, it put a little bit more urgency in what we were trying to build. So in order to do that, we need to get some great in-state talent, I think, and then couple that with some out-of-state kids. And, and so right now, I think we want to be a national powerhouse. In order to do that, you got to get kids that can play at other places. And and so far, that's, that's what we've been able to do. Well, not just with Alicia Davis, but we got two other transfers, I think, that are as far as the culture we're bringing, being super competitive. And Ramola Dominguez and Tamia Johnson are about as competitive kids as you find at any level in college basketball. Both played Division One, and 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 they brought that mentality here to us. So right now we're on the way to what we thought we would be, and we just need a couple more pieces. But I, I don't think this group is maxed out at all. Right. And so many times people think that Division Two is only for transfers. Do you still want to build a fence around – some of the talent that's in the region and in the state or is it oh, absolutely. yeah go ahead yeah i was gonna say absolutely man we we i don't think there's any coach in colorado who's watched more high school games than i have wow. not one and we can uh there's so many games we go watch and i don't care if it's streaming or whatever we we want to hold of colorado we got a couple of good young kids too uh tory bass is a young freshman from fountain Fork carson high school and we got deja johnson who's a freshman from uh Phoenix, Arizona, they both are going to be big parts of our program. So uh, being able to get them to grow while we win, I think is best. So they understand this is about winning and maximizing. It's not just about playing games. We want to win. No doubt. No doubt. Tell people about CSU Pueblo, the school. I mean, nobody, most of the time, if you're not in Colorado and maybe if you're not in that mm. part of Colorado, you don't necessarily know. You just kind of hear, you're like, what is that? So yeah. tell about the school in general, if you don't mind, coach. Well, First off, most people think Colorado ends in Colorado Springs and there's nothing else after that. <laughs> so uh, we're about 30 minutes south of Colorado Springs, man. We have a beautiful campus. Uh, we, we're based on balance. We have everything that you could look for in a college town as far as uh, the community here is super supportive. You drive around town, you see CSU Pueblo banners everywhere. Uh, our games, our women basketball games every night, uh, we're going to have between 800 to 1,000 people. Uh, the little kids here, they go crazy. They looked at our girls like they're WNBA players. And uh, 
is super supportive here in Pueblo. I think that's the one thing that I would like to put out there for people to really understand is we have a super supportive university. Our AD, Dr. Paul Plinsky, has gone out of his way to give us everything we need to be competitive and include our community. And, and they back they back us 100%. And, and of course, you know, that's just one of those places you got to come see it. Great facilities, top-notch facilities. So we're, we're on our way to doing something special. I love it. I love it. Um, last two things. So you as a coach, tell people about you as a coach who don't know you. What's your coaching style, your philosophy? What are you setting out to do uh, as a head coach leading the program? And then we'll end with a funny story. Any funny story you got from <laughs> oh, playing man. days, coaching days, family, whatever you got. But start with telling us about you as a coach, if you don't mind. Uh, me as a coach, I'm pretty much uh, – you get what you see there's no hiding there's nothing different about me we both know coaches that were you know on on october 15th or october 1st depending <laughs> on your level they totally different and and that's not me man I, I i think part of my mission part of my goal and because of my own journey is to help these kids just be raised and, and understand how powerful they are have tons of confidence to graduate to go out into this world to do special things to be leaders of their family and in the community so that's pretty much what you get every day from me and then the basketball is just a hook to get you to come in so we right. can get you to do bigger and better things so i'm sarcastic i'm funny uh I, I try not to take myself too serious and sometimes our girls they they look at me crazy when i'm playing that old school music but <laughs> it is what it is, and we, we have a good time here. We do. So what's the old school music you're playing, Coach? That may lead into the funny story. What's the old school hey, music? It depends on the day. I, well, first of all, my girls need to understand music. I'm playing TLC one day, and they don't know who TLC is, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting old. I'm getting old. So, wow. yeah, it, I mean, we go anything, Michael Jackson, TLC. Some of the new stuff I'm good with, although everybody, they like got baby in their name, but it's all yeah. good. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yeah. Unless you end with a funny story, Coach, on anything you got or, or even just a good moment you want to share within the program. You know what? I think for me, uh, there's a ton of stories, but I think uh, a, a, a great moment, I think, was I'm going to have to go back to probably our my first win as a head coach because that's always probably number one in my book. And it kind of defined what we wanted to be. We were down big in the fourth and we ended up taking the lead and we ended up fouling with like eight seconds left, full court for no reason. And they go to the free throw line and it looks like they got a chance to win and they miss and we go to overtime and win. And I think right now for, for our girls, you you know, we have a ton of kids that have overcome adversity. They're super, super strong and powerful and confident and, and, uh, and yeah, so that first win is probably dictated who we are right now. No doubt. No doubt. I love to hear it. And first win against the number one team, I would imagine, just happened. Uh, yeah. Take us back, last thing. Take us back to what was it like after that game, after getting um, that victory? You know what? It was something special to go into the locker room and look into all those young ladies' eyes after they went me and Coach Little up like there was tomorrow. Luckily, I didn't have my cell phone with me, but uh, they gave us a water bath. But to see them, all their hard work pay off through the conditioning, the off season, 7 a.m. weights and all that, it was it it was phenomenal. But the best part of that was the way they put it behind them and, and they expected to win. They expect to be good. So, yeah, that's awesome. I got I got a quick comment here on the live stream. 
from Jason Burton. <laughs> he said he spot. Hey, you tell that dude, man, we just trying to be like him. It's funny because you and your brother are older than you guys, but he's definitely somebody I, I, I look up to. Yeah. I think he's a great He's a great man. He's a great leader. And the basketball stuff aside, obviously he's done some special things there. But just taking some motivation from him and being in his ear whenever I can, man, is it, it's it's a blessing to it's a blessing to have the circle that I have. Yeah, absolutely, coach. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you taking the time. Best of success the rest of the way. Obviously, we'll be rooting for you from afar. Uh, and keep breaking records, man. Keep doing historic things and. Uh, we look forward to watching you do m many more great things. And any last words you have, you can please share before you go. I just want to say thank you, man. Just like I said, knowing your background, you coached at a very high level. And thank you for having us. And hopefully it won't be the last time. And everybody out there, come check CSU Pueblo out. Yep. Go Pat. No doubt. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate thank you, man. you. Have a good day. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy. <laughs>